0: in the New Testament from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter three, verses one to six. And if you would like to follow along in your pew Bible or in the bulletin insert, you may do so as well. Friends, let us listen now to God's holy word. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler over Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region Evitere and Traconitus, and Lysanias, ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of the Lord of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness, also known as John the Baptist. He went into all the regions around the Jordan, proclaiming the baptism, a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins as it was written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill made low, and the crooked ways made straight, and the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh, shall see the salvation of God. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. This past week, I had the opportunity to, to sit down uh, at a lunch with the leaders of the Mayo Central School District who had invited local faith leaders to discuss how we together might forge a community founded on mutual respect of understanding and listening. Before our time together though, I got to speak with the uh, retiring superintendent and we shared how difficult these past two years have been for both students and youth and their parents As the stress of these times, I think we can see how it has led to uh, some bubbling over, you might say, of how we treat one another. He shared a couple stories of how he's known friends or colleagues in other areas of the country, in some cases, have been pushed out because they've gotten so many letters or so many calls of ill intents or threats or hate. For us, it was a realization of just how hard these past couple years have been and how crucial it is that together we can provide mental and emotional health support for everyone who is in need of it. For us, it was a time to step back and realize that in many ways even though we can talk about love and compassion all we want, the expending of such resources seems to have made our hearts and our souls almost dried up and parched like a vast desert. How do we bring back to life the areas of our hearts that are parched, that are thirsty, that are yearning yearning for something more than what we can find offered here in our midst? How do we prepare the way of the Lord so that a transformational moment might take place and that that transformational grace of God might touch our aching souls and give it the life that we need in this moment? perhaps you find that you're in a better place than I am, or perhaps you're, you know, what I mean by that is perhaps you're feeling good. That's great. But I must admit that when I look inward, I find that there are areas, even in my heart, that are looking a little dry. And I know what something dry feels like because, as you've heard me say, I'm not great with plants in the house. So when I need to water them. I know what dry soil looks and feels like. There are places, even in my heart, that are dry, that are longing for the life-living water of God to rain down on them. I'm sure that for us here, that perhaps even you could identify places like that in your own life. And if you can, I would just say this. That it's okay for us to say that things might be hard or difficult right now. That some things might (laughs) S-U-C-K. And that's fine. And we don't have to add a but at the end of that statement. We don't have to say, yeah, things aren't great right now. But I'm still happy for. Or I'm still thankful for or happy for this season of Advent, we can say things aren't great and leave it at that. Because the heart of God, the manger where Christ was born is big enough to hold all those things. And we can say that because if we were to look around, as we are trying to get back to normal, whatever normal really was, we know that it's been quite a journey. We can acknowledge those hard places without adding a but or however, or whatever finisher we use to add a positive spin. Because right now there are many hearts that find themselves in a wilderness setting. And on our journey, we can see what happens when people are tired, when we're exhausted. Because that's when fear and the other dangers that we encounter begin to enter in and break down the resistance we've built up. Somehow, though, that's where God enters into the picture. We're somewhere along the line, and as we feel as though everything's about to break down, we hear a voice calling out to us, a voice from the wilderness that tries to shake us up from the grip of whatever it is that's holding on to us, saying, prepare the way of the Lord. The wilderness, as hard as it is, is a place where we learn to depend on God. And it's there where we prepare our hearts to receive God through the repentance for the forgiveness of sins. John, in his gospel, uses the Greek word metanoia, which means to change one's mind. Where we change our perspective, our minds, from one way of thinking or one way of traveling back onto whatever way God is calling us to go. There's a change within ourselves as we allow the Spirit of God to realign our hearts and our minds to the will of God. things happen, though, like all things. And sometimes we get in the way of ourselves in this realignment process, where perception of ourselves or an inflated sense of who we are gets in the way of what God is calling us to do. Sometimes it's not our ego, though, but our ability to get caught up in our own thoughts. The wilderness that might exist within our own minds. Though if we're able, and we are able to take the time to stop and listen, we might hear the voice of John the Baptist calling out to us to make straight a path in the wilderness. Because even though as scary as the wilderness might be, it is not a place of condemnation, but an opportunity To look deep within ourselves, to identify the areas that need tending to, the places that need smoothing and care before continuing on a path of discipleship. We hear this morning John pulling words from the prophet Isaiah, who was speaking to a people returning from exile in Babylon. And on their way back from Babylon to the Promised Land, we know that it was a long road. It was a rough road requiring stamina and energy to cross the rugged terrain, both physically and metaphorically speaking. It was a challenging route. And as we look at the story of the prophet Isaiah who's speaking to these people as John is alluding to, we find or we will remember, we will remember that as they returned from exile, the people of Israel were changed. Their time in exile in the wilderness changed them. They were not the same people as they were before when they were first taken away from their home. And the home they were returning to was no longer the same. As we hear these words coming to us from John in Isaiah, we also consider how we hear these words, how we have been changed by these past couple of years, wandering around in a wilderness that we might understand. How have the roads we've been traveling on these past couple of years, how have they been rough? How have they been jagged? How have they kept us from going or believing in where it is God is calling us to go. For the people of Israel, the prophet Isaiah tells them that God is preparing the way for them to smooth the way for their return to a new life in the land that was promised to them. God promises the same things to us even if we don't fully believe in that promise. And I say that because it's important to know for us this season, on this Advent, where we remember peace, that there are people who you know, including yourself, who may be hurting right now because the home they are trying to return to no longer exists. And even though we are in this era of great reassessment, reassessment Doesn't often bring comfort to those who are mourning, who are grieving, who find that the home they are returning to is not the same. If you are in a position to, right now, if you can dig deep, draw out an ounce more of compassion this season. One more ounce of understanding. Because as I look around, even here in our own community, we find that there are people who are trying to do good, good things. But I also see people who are tired, people who are scared, people who get worried after reading those very catchy one-line headlines that people share on social media. If we can draw a little more out from our hearts, if we can, please do. Because we need a little, well, more like a lot, of peace this day, this season. And while it may not feel like it, we can contribute to making that peace a reality right here and now in tangible ways by smoothing out the rough and jagged places that are not only around us but that are inside our own hearts. A prophet might kickstart this process because we all need a prophet, literal or metaphorical, every now and then to get our attention to when our hearts need tuning though I understand if you run into a prophet who's covered in camel skins or animal furs eating locusts and wild honey, I understand if you're not going to buy into that prophet and what they're saying right at that moment, because uh, I would be a little cautious also. But we need that voice every now and then to give us a good kick in the pants to hearing what it is God is saying and to look around and see how God is calling us to work within ourselves, we need to listen to how God is bringing us home. I believe that amongst the weeds and the stones and the rubble along our way home in the wilderness, we will discover how to make the crooked, crooked past straight. And on this second day of Advent, there is peace to be found, even if we can't name it right at this very moment. There's peace to be had if we prepare the way of the Lord, knowing that it is in God where we have a place to rest and a place to know that we are people, the people of God, God's beloved. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopackchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.